Sack and Jack. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah my mic is hot. I have to get my voice right here, boys, right here. Uh, different microphone from Hawaii. Uh, my final day in Hawaii. I'm you a little want to go back to California right now? I'm, I've that- been, I'm ready. I'm ready. I've been here for like 11 days. It's time, it's time to go back. What are you more, Hawaii or California? <laughs> Dude, I, you know how every three days it rains for like 30 minutes here and then it stops. I'm talking about Hawaii. It didn't rain at all here. I mean, Jay drizzled barely on Sunday in Oahu. Outside of that, no rain at all. Uh, and meanwhile, the coast of California was getting hammered. And I was just getting hammered in a different way. Um, yeah, no, I, we talked about this uh, last time, I think, Rob. Maybe it was two weeks ago. You don't like taking vacations because you hate the feeling of going back. Right. So, You're getting that feeling right now. I'm ready. I'm ready. I I, flying back. Hawaiian. What are you ready for? Is my are you ready to just be back or are you ready to get kind of back into that routine again? What do you I'm debating whether I just opened my work laptop. I'm debating whether or not to go through emails. I don't do it. Won't. Don't do it. Don't ruin the trip. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna give myself one last day of relaxation. I don't even know if I deserve that, but I'm gonna give it to myself. And it's always uh, like that, dude. It's always like that. It's like you start getting anxious and like, like, do I need to check my work? I need to check work. I know I'm missing out on something that, and then you do it and it I just feel- is like spoiler alert. Yep. And there's guilt that goes along with it. There's oh. like, Ooh, I feel so, I'm so out of the loop. It's going to be forever until I get back. In the loop. It's gonna, but I'll be back by like Thursday afternoon. I feel like I'll have a good handle on things. It's Tuesday morning as we record this, yeah. by the way. Um, you know about before we get into it, go ahead. Can can does this make you maybe I'm crazy for thinking this, but does this make you does these kind of experiences make you guys feel sorry for people like Adam Schefter and whatnot that have to like always be dialed in 24 7, 365 on sports? And you know that for that guy to get those kind of scoops, he can never really fully be present on family vacation or anything like that. Yeah, I don't I don't envy that at all. Um we talked about this a little bit with um uh we we've had this conversation with a few uh, basketball journalists, Jim Meehan being one of them. It's the the job. The industry has shifted from like writing features and opinion pieces to breaking news. So that sucks. That's one thing about the industry that sucks. Uh, so yeah, no, I don't envy that. But Adam Schefter makes like fourteen million a year, so that's exactly cool. I was gonna say that's similar to like GM's life. Like oh, sure, yeah. You you have to keep your finger on the pulse, for sure. And oh. if, you, if you sleep on the job, you're going to lose the job real quick. I remember Mitch Kupchak. His phone just goes off all day. Every, think about it. You got agents that are representing players on the team, and then you got agents that are trying to get their players on the team. And you're constantly – and then you got teams calling you about players on your team, and you're just constantly dealing with phone calls all day, every day. Yeah, so I don't mind it. And I take probably, I rarely use a lot of vacation. Um, I usually, I'm just like a three-day weekend kind of guy, you know what I mean? And maybe I'll work remotely. This this was a big one. But uh, hey, baby, we're back. We're back in a big way. Did you watch any Zag games while you were? I did, and I have an opinion. Oh, boy. Clear the floor. Clear the lines. Yep. He has a pit, and he has a look about it, too. He has a look about himself. That we all need to hear this opinion. All right, Big Buffalo, the, tell us what's up. 
are the Zags the most exciting team in college basketball? Ooh, no, that's not a that's that's not an opinion. That's a question. Okay. <laughs> Let me rephrase. I feel like the Zags might be the most exciting team in college basketball. Come on, man. Do it more. Hit it harder, Jack. Come on. The Zags are the most exciting team in college basketball. Okay, there we go. There we go. Go. You look at soundboard here for that. Yeah. Do you have a soundboard? Let's fire it up. How 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 have we not been utilizing the soundboard? Because I don't take the time to update any of these, and it's still okay. uh, So like an air horn or something. Let's see. It's clicking on me. What is? Oh, and you're supposed to be the producer. Yeah, I'm not of this stuff. Come on, man. Come on. I thought you'd be like Scott Storch or something like that. Come on. I never use this feature on my roadcaster enough. Keep going, though. Go USF, USF Santa Clara, to get away from the Bay Area. I talked about this on the pod last week. To get away with two wins there is is very, very good. It's expected at Gonzaga, but it's still let's, – let's pat ourselves on the back for that. The win at BYU was awesome. That was – and winning, I think, at this level, at any level, really, winning's a habit just like losing's a habit. You know what I mean? So it's going to come down into the, the crunch time, the last two minutes, 90 seconds, 30 seconds, and guys are going to feel comfortable knowing that they've done it before and knowing that a number of guys uh, – several guys have contributed. A number of guys can step up and hit those big shots. Um, just like I think the other way it's losing. You know, if you don't have confidence in your teammates in those in those tight butthole moments, it's not going to go your way. Uh, so I'm I'm quite pleased. And then on the other side of things, remember how we talked about Portland was really really good because they took North Carolina to the, the down to the wire in the PK eighty five when we went by forty at home against Portland. So holding serve at home. And snatching victory out of the jaws of defeat on the road, what, five games into WCC play? I'm quite pleased. I'm quite pleased. And they're doing so. It's fun basketball to watch (laughs) only because we're winning. Well, I was going to say, I think Sean Farham said it best. One of the games was, if it's a close game, then Gonzaga is not that good. If we're blowing teams out, then, you know. We, We don't play anybody. We don't play anybody, and yeah. he's spot on. I get, I get that, and I think ultimately it's hard. It's great, you know. It's hard to really. It pisses me off. I'm trying to find the right words about this. It pisses me off because the teams we play don't do this shit against other teams. Obvious. I everyone don't know why. Us. Everyone huh? plays up to everyone plays up to we get everyone's best Gonzaga, but they, everyone's but and I'm not shot. saying they have bad scheduling or anything, but it's like all of a sudden then they lose to Portland by 50. Santa Clara loses to Portland. It's like come on, yeah, yeah. How is that? Then that's the thing. Th- uh, that's the only knock I can say. But for the future, I I think it was huge that we came out and I I'm jumping I'm piggybacking off of Jack. It was huge that we got these wins to learn how to win when it comes to crunch time. Who's going to hit that big three at the end of a game? Who are we going to? Who can we count on to get stops at the end of the game? These are all crucial learning experiences for us to be in the tournament. So to say, jump on what Jack was saying, I think this is great for us in the long haul. It's And it, like you said, it's entertaining. 
So Greatest good on the other teams for kind of raising their levels, but you can't just have a huge drop off the next weekend. I'm sorry. You can't be doing these close games against us and, and then you just lose by 20 or whatever to Portland or whatever. I don't know. We had That's another, the only thing. Another thing is losing sucks. So a couple of these teams that felt like they had Gonzaga on the ropes at home and, you know, that was going to pretty much make their season or like launch them right. into the second half of the season and they're going to feel good about themselves to lose that and then have to go to practice the next day. Like that's. Oh, it's a, it, and it's hard to get back right up out of your that, sales. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we don't have to worry about it because we won. Mm-hmm. Um, what'd you guys do for MLK? Oh, that was yesterday. Um, <laughs> sure it was, buddy. Dude, honestly, I was. Uh, we went to the park. There's that new park downtown Spokane, or not new, but there's a new playground downtown Spokane. It was in the 40s, so it felt balmy outside. It felt warm, you know. We we're just oh. all these cold days. So the kids and I just went down downtown, went to the park. Did the whole, like, there was no one there, which was awesome, because usually there's thousands of kids there. So it was nice to just be able to keep my eyes on the kids and not worry about, like, them disappearing. And I just had a late, and then we had practice. We had more practice and scrimmage for Q. I've just been basketball, basketball, basketball these last couple days. Did, in the league, did, um, did MLK Day stand out to you? No, no holiday. That's why people really, ask me. No, because I ask that because it's like a big deal in the NBA because there's games we get all new, day. I think we get different shoes from Nike. Different shoes. Okay. Yeah. But it's not like, I feel like if you look at the schedule, it's like pretty much exactly the halfway point of the season. Oh. So they never really, you know, because, you know, the all-star break is like a little towards This the is, they call these the dog days. They call these the dog. The first, what, 25 games, first 30 games. That's a run, right? You're making a push to get for first place. That's where you're in the the and push. You, see, you figure out what you are as a team. Correct. Those are your first 30 games. Now this part and then the last part of the seasons that push to get seeding or get into the playoffs. It's like Those playoffs about, before the playoffs, yeah. These, these 20 games right now, <laughs> these are what makes this a, a job. These are like, this is a job right now. And this part of the season where – like you're not it's it's exciting but you're going you're going to work every day pretty much it's a grind christian i imagine you are a big uh martin luther king nba guy are you not were you doing Uh, college hoops yesterday i've always been a college guy over an nba team uh growing up in san diego the only like it, it was you're a kobe fan or you are like not a basketball person at all and so I chose that, you know, Kobe was too close to the Dodgers for me. Didn't win any of that nonsense. Um, so, yeah, didn't really ever latch on with the NBA. So I was full on watching college basketball and or other products yesterday. Um, but, no, I feel like if Rob is comfortable commenting on our show's thoughts on MLK Day, I'm satisfied to stand uh, in solidarity with his opinion on that. I saw the statue and I, I'll be real. That statue's awkward, man. That statue. That statue's dumb ass. It's that, dumb. The, also, the, as a white the concept, as, A plus. The execution. Thank you. Thank not you. That great. No, whereas the idea of hogging, I get that, but they didn't like you said. They didn't execute the like. What the hell am I looking at? You you remember that uh, that that church where the guy did the horrible repainting of Jesus like ten years ago? 
No. Something like that. Oh, a guy went no. viral for just an awful, like he tried to touch it up, but he turned it into a cartoon figure. No, I did not <laughs> see that. To me, that is what this is, but in statue form. It's like, yeah, here, the concept of redoing this or doing this moment is great, but then here's the – why did you think that that was going to – it's awful, yeah. Wait, it's supposed to be MLK and Coretta Scott King hugging? Yeah, there's yeah, a, an iconic but... photo of them sort of embracing at like a 45-ish degree angle. Um, uh, yeah, it looks, it, looks, uh, it looks like MLK is getting to first base or second base. Can I say that? That's what you consider uh, first base, then good on you. I think it's second base. I think second base. I don't know base. what to make of it, but I know this is going viral, and I'm not really an internet guy, but did you see that teacher whoop that kid's ass? No. Yes. This, see, I'm on island, bro. I miss these things. Oh, man. Oh, man. You need to watch that real quick, Jack, before. And Christian, we can. have you seen that? Let me see if I can cue this up for him. Uh, we, we might need to censor there's a lot the kid starts okay, talking crazy to the teacher oh oh there's an n-word used huh yeah 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 wow, the, the, we right. just talked mlk so let's not throw those out there right after we've given that's our, right yeah the, but this kid just starts throwing those around what are you are you watching can you, this? Can you can you share the screen? I have it. I can watch it by myself. I'm wondering if Christian. Yeah, I'm not going to risk screen sharing this if there's some sort of. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, because huh? we put this on YouTube. So please enjoy it on your own. Live react to it for us as a show. Okay, are you let me see. This, Jack? Let me see. Yeah, let me see how cool how long, how long it is. Oh, it's 33 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can't pick up the audio, right? No, I don't hear it from you. Okay. Just watch the 33. Christian. I'm watching it. I'm watching it. And we're watching him watch it. Oh, dude. It, Christian, did you see it before? It's incredible. It's in, uh, and, and now that I work with seventh graders, I feel I, I get it. Junior has the worst. All right. I just watched a ad for uh, there's like a new planet. Oh, my goodness. He gets it. Yeah, he gets to a point where enough's enough. Oh yeah, no, I skipped the language part. I got straight into the violence. Yeah, I'm all about oh, that. Th that teacher's like a a grown man. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But honestly, you think about it, and I they had to ask me this question when I did my interview for the seventh grade coaching gig. So what if a what if a player or is disrespectful or a student's disrespectful? I'm like, yeah, then I'll kick his ass. <laughs> I'm just, I said, I'd just run him. I'd just yeah. run him to death. But then the band teacher, I'm watching this video, and the band teacher, what do you, he can't, what is he going to do? This kid yeah. is just mouthing off. I just that's banned? That was banned? I just watched a band video? That was banned. Yeah, that's a dude. That's a teacher who's probably had enough with this student. Like, this student clearly has a track record of being an band asshole. kids can be a lot. Yeah, tenth grade. Yeah. yeah, I think we all had those classmates who. I listen. I was disruptive, but I feel like I knew when there was a point where I was like legit, like pissing off the teachers, and I would back off. You know what I mean? Right. Like guys just don't have that that um that social alarm. In I'm their not head. even upset with that teacher. I'm like, you know what? I, I, there gets to a point where like you can wonder... only be dis like when like now everyone's gonna be on like don't mess with. Don't mess with Mr. Clark. He's he doesn't play around, right? I 
I I would be shocked if he didn't lose his job. No, no, he's definitely going to lose his job. He's but definitely. he could. This could get him an opportunity somewhere else where he doesn't have to deal with. Like, yeah, I get it. Dipshit kids. I, he's he's, he's like, you know what? School. I didn't sign up for this. I did not sign up for this little kid disrespecting me like this. Did you? Did you guys that, ever experience? I, Bob, I think that's the core of all of the frustration for teachers as a profession right now is that they. Oh, that's right. Your your wife's a teacher, isn't she? Yeah, she's second, third grade. Um, <laughs> so she's kicking ass left and right. She has it off the record. I'll say that she yeah she's admitted several times to wanting to. Oh yeah, at it's least human nature. One or two of the kids disappear permanently. Um, yeah. Because he, he, with the, and I remember when I did go to school in Louisiana, if you were misbehaving to a certain point, at that point in time, you could still get whooped by the principal. Oh yeah, really? Like behind closed doors? No, like no, no. no. Like the principal would call your parents and say your son's being disrespectful. Can I? Can I right. spank him? Mm-hmm. And that was that was still acceptable back then, which is wild. That is very like contextually hard to believe and easy to believe at the same time with you <laughs> set up that sentence of growing up in louisiana but then also knowing that we're the same age yeah it, it's hard to wrap my brain around entirely i know california you guys that's like oh but i think kids, in general though that's no. just like that's the problem with teachers they don't sign up for kids to take out their own personal ish on them every single day so yeah it's it it, it you some of them reach their breaking point and, and it makes for great internet content did you that guys everyone was perfect did you guys ever have um Fights in your high school? Like, yeah. do you recall big time fights in high school? I don't. You do, Rob, up in North Vancouver? Yeah, we, but we, it would be like, hey, we're gonna, there was something called the smoke pit. And it was oh. like this. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, you cussed. It was called, a, it was it's called epic. the smoke pit. And it was right behind, it was like this ravine that was a path that would all the kids would either go blaze and smoke during right? like, during like, uh, lunch break or whatever, or they'd go smoke cigs during that time, and they're like, oh, there. And then after school, that's usually where we'd end up having our fights or de- dealing with that type of stuff. Yeah, I remember that. I no, I, I, I don't know if I ever. Maybe like once or twice with another high school that like a party, like things would get out of hand, like a like a dust up, but I don't remember. Never, certainly never at school. Bro, that's the white. There's never any fights possible. What? Did you? Did you? Have did a, you have a mild dust up? Right. Like, at a party, be like, you're. Oh, oh my God! You see, I can't wait. Listen, to I'm not. Listen. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm echoing. It's not on my resume. Who that was on? Like that was the depth of my high school experience in terms of like I went to one of the whitest high schools possible. That it, so there were no fights. Like, I went to a white like, school, but it was there like, was still Joey fights. Joey shoved that kid from Mission Bay on Saturday. Did you see that? I'm like, oh, he shoved him. Uh, okay, great. Like, no oh yeah, take that Mission Bay. Like, yeah, we did Would backyard you... boxing. Yeah, but that's like cordial, right? Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. You yeah, respect yeah. each other. Yeah, no, no, there were some fights. Definitely, there were some fights that showed up, and um, we'd take it down to the the pit, the smoke the pit. Smoke pit. And like that was where it all go down. And then hopefully you just were lucky enough if, if people were lucky enough that uh it didn't get out, you know, that word got out that the teachers found out, you know. Too many and then there's too many people the smoke pit stays. The yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, if I was about to go participate in a in a smoke pit rumble and I knew I was gonna get my ass kicked, I would leak it to the teachers. 
And I'd be I like, oh, teacher, teachers found out. Can't do it. Damn it. But here's the key. I think, honestly, going all back to it, I think we've become too, what's the word? Uh, Litigious. The, yeah, everyone's going to yeah. sue everybody. And you're going to lose jobs over intervening or over not intervening. Or, yeah, there's, there's not intervening. There's, yeah, yeah, but at the nope. end of the day, I think because of the society, and this is way deeper. I didn't even know how we got to here, but I think on the end end of the day, there's some people that need their asses beat. I agree. One hundred percent, like that. Retweet, 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 retweet. Yes. Yeah, like there are some absolute people that just need their and like. And I'm sorry, the, like the dude at for it, the dude at San Fran, and yep, yeah. yeah. The dude at San Fran on the baseline that was just running. He deserves to get his ass whooped out after the game. I'm sorry. Oh, the older guy. Yeah. 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 That yeah. Was you know what I'm saying? But because we live in the way we live, like you can't have those anymore. And like, it's not a $300 bail ticket to get out of jail. Like, no more not, malice it, in the palace. Yeah. I don't know about that extent. <laughs> you know what else you come to realize the older you get and you, you see fights out in the wild, be it like, outside of bars or, or whatnot. Um, fights are never as sexy as they look in movies. Like street God, fights, they're, no. all, they're always weird, and the guys participating genuinely look like losers in like two seconds, you know what I mean? There's no Patrick Swayze. You're, yeah, you're just grasping, you're trying to get in a shot, you're swinging, you're probably falling when you miss. Snots coming you're, out of their nose. <laughs> you're on the ground, you're rolling around, you're huffing, dirty. Huffing. Your shirt's all ripped up. Um yeah, it's not a sexy thing. Then you're, and then you're one guy's always getting held back, and he's let me let me at him, <laughs> let me at him, let me get at him, man, let me get at him. And you're like, dude, you're getting your ass pummeled right now. Chill out. I'm I got helping a, you from yourself. I got a buddy, Christian. This was down in San Diego. It was probably I don't in know PB. Beach, I'm assuming. In PB, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, this was last week. No, this is like ten years ago. And um. These couple, of, you know how it goes. I wasn't there, but uh, my buddy and his group were getting mouthy with another group, and everyone was like, "Do something, do something," you know, because you, you, obviously that's rule number one. Fight. You can't, yeah. you can't be the first guy to throw a punch, but you're justified if you're the second guy. And uh, my buddy Vince was like, "I had, I, I knew I was going to surprise him. I was going to hit him with one punch. I was going to knock him out, and everyone was going to be like, that was awesome, and back off, right?'" He was like, "I was all clenched up, and I was like, yeah." Yeah, yeah. He goes, I went and I swung, completely missed the guy, oh. fell into a bike rack, knocked over about like 45 bikes, oh. and then egg, immediately he was the villain of the fight and he got absolutely destroyed. He was down and he got some kicks to the face. Yeah, got pummeled. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's never worked. Like you said, it's not Patrick. No, there's no Patrick Swayze, Roadhouse. Like, I'm hard at, there was. Going hard at bars in general is never quite what it's cracked up to be like nobody ever has that epic night like the hangover nobody ever has these great fight yeah 100 percent with you uh oh. you can have great nights at bars no i'm you saying going like going obscenely night. hard i'm saying like going out and being like oh i'm a blackout tonight and like have an epic night like no, well no, we're no. older now christian I'm like that's... General, you still gotta have a plan when you're going out to have fun no like, no, no, no 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 you're older now that's the difference between us then and you know now like back then you kind of just went to the bars 
miscellaneous like oh i don't we don't know where we're gonna end up we might bar hop you know blah blah blah. we're just gonna keep drinking until the night's over last call now you're Maybe like you know what i hate bars because i hated those people back when i was 22 and i hate them now yeah well that's because you're old you're getting I'm older no but i'm so, saying they were those were just dudes that were in sae when i was in college and you what's know, sae uh, sigma alpha epsilon the like the douchiest broiest of all the frats yeah. Did you did you did you get did you get your application denied? Is that why you're lashing uh, out no, at SA, no. you know? No, 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 no. I was in a rival fraternity. Uh, ah, what was your frat? Was Sigma. Sigma K. Sigma K. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, what was the what was the hottest uh, sorority? Oh, can I just say the general indictment of just UCLA Greek life was that they Greek life not that popular at UCLA. Okay, that's fine, but I'm sure yeah. Anyhow, it's it's much more popular at USC, isn't it? USC's big Greek life. Yeah. But remember one more thing USC has over UCLA. Very good at almost everything instead of us except for college basketball and college baseball. Take that to the grave. That's all I need. USC's better or UCLA's better at college baseball than USC? Oh, yes. Really? USC's legacy is built on Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco and steroid people like that and you guys had what Eric Burns? Yeah, and like Trevor Burns. Bauer, and you know criminals of that sort. Instead, no one took any steroids. Oh. They, might, they, might beat, they might beat women uncontrollably, but they don't take steroids. Trevor um, Bow Bow. Yeah. Um. Well, boys, any parting thoughts? We'll we'll get back to can a normal schedule here. Yeah. Our what's up? Our, our international uh, signee and uh, oh yeah, new roster edition. He's gonna start practicing what like this week, isn't he? So that'll be fun to push the guys in practice or so. Rob's squinting his eyes. I'm just listening. Doesn't do anything for you, Rob. I'm I'm just keeping. He, where is he from? Seoul. Yeah. So that's the thing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you are you talking ish on international players? No. You think, I'm, you think it's I'm just, just take listening. Some time? Where is he from? He's Seoul. just gonna take some time. No, their coaches and I, they beat their players. You want to talk about getting whooped? Korean players get beat. I've seen that firsthand. So don't you think he's going to come over with some discipline? Oh, no, I'm not worried. And some respect for the coaching staff? I was just just wondering where he's from. So I know. He's he's a transfer from Korea University in Seoul, South Korea. You can read the whole. But is he from Seoul? I imagine he's from Seoul. There's a profile on him. He'll be disciplined as all hell. I promise you that. Coach Field won't have any problems with him. Uh, is he going to have a um, translator? I feel like a lot of South Korean people speak English. They so do. That might be a bonus. Yeah, he yeah. also attended the NBA Global Academy in Australia for several years before graduating from high school in Seoul. So, so he's well-rounded. Seoul's a great the, time, yeah. fellas. I've heard, I've heard you speak of Seoul. Soul's dangerous too because you're, that, you're just uh, right you on the edge. It, would you rank it as hidden gem, underrated, under like where does it? Because you seem very excited about Soul. Well, Tokyo is your number one, right? You love Tokyo. I don't know Osaka. Osaka. Osaka, Osaka is my place. In, if you, <laughs> Tokyo if you, has nothing if, on if Osaka. You, if you could retire anywhere, that's the. Uh, I'm not move. I'm trust me. I'm not retiring in Japan. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I don't need that in my how, life. How is how is Seoul different than a Japanese city? It's more Amer- like 
it's Americanized in a way of like it's less polite. Like it's just kind of like you're in LA a little bit. Just a standard sense. standard big city. Nobody gives a shit about you. Yeah, and like yeah, and it's just kind of just more Americanized. I think basic based on the like uh, American base right there and every it's just more Americanized in a lot of ways. But it still has that Korean feel, obviously. But um, yeah, dude, Seoul's fun. So and it's like only America puts limits on what time you stop have to stop drinking. I don't uh, understand that. So uh, well, stupid. They just have better self control than us over there. I think. No, they don't. Yeah, they're like vomiting and yeah, puking, and, getting, yeah. and they're still in their work suit when they go to work. Like uh, waking up on the curb. Credit you know. to credit to. Credit to the whole continent over there. Exactly. Um. All right. With that, he's Christian on the ones and twos. Rob, I'm Jack Ferris. Uh, we'll get back to a normal schedule here. I promise. Now that I'm back, coming from the island. Any um, podcasts I should listen to for my five hour flight later today, boys? Theo Vaughn, always a great one. Theo Vaughn, Christian. Theo. Uh, Are you a Rogan well, guy? I work in podcasts, so I tend not to try to. I don't consume a ton of podcasts because I. Have oh yeah, I, I do have a problem uh, right so there. I, I listen to a lot of music, <laughs> but uh, Radio Lab is my go-to always because I'm a dorky white guy and I like NPR and I like their science stuff. So uh, yeah, National Public Radio too. I'm sure. Yeah. All right, boys. I like it, and what can I say? I'm boring. But right on, man. Have a good one. Come. Sign